ועמוד תף קי"א עמוד ב' Beliefs, assumptions and decisions. Shavir Nafshi Khatikhadi Surah. So often in life and leadership we have to act and operate in the presence of two sources of information that are opposite and often irreconcilable. You get a source of information that says A, you get a source of information that says B, they can't both be right, and you've got to, op- you've got to operate. If you uh, notice it, if you're aware during your, during your day, today, you don't even have to wait more than a day, you'll see how many times in a day that happens, that you're having to operate with, with different sources of information and you've got to make decisions. In fact, all conflict arises because two people have got p- positions that are, that are opposite. And we get into that difficult situation because we tend to think in a binary way, either this or that, right or wrong, true or false, kosher or treif. Um, and binary thinking gets us into conflict and into difficult situations. The Gomorrah trains us how to think in a non-binary fashion, to be able to navigate uh, opposites and difficulties and, and paradox. That's part of what the training of Gomorrah is. And I've said to you many times that the content of the Gomorrah, well, that's, that's, that's one thing, the content of the Gomorrah is important as we develop halacha. But what's even more important for us now that we've got our halacha clearly stated in Shulchan Aruch and Rambam and elsewhere, we've got the halacha. What we really need the Gemara for is how to think. And one of the methods of, of thinking that's important is to move beyond binary thinking and to get into non-binary thinking, so to learn how to, how to manage. And that's one of the, the topics that we have today in a Mishnah on Daf Kuf Yudala from Udbeis that gives us a conflict if we look at it from a binary perspective. The, the case of the, of the Mishnah is uh, a, a woman says, She is a Yevama. So Yibum has been done. Within 30 days of the Yibum, she says to the Beisdin, We haven't had relations and I want out. We force him to give her chalitza. We don't let them come to continue live together. To live together, he can't give her a get. He's got to do chalitza. If they've lived together for 30 days already, we ask him nicely to give him chalitza. We don't, we don't enforce it. The, the case, Rashi describes the case. Uh, Rashi says, He's given her a get. And he says, and she says, I haven't had been, we haven't lived together. So the Yibum has not been consummated. If the Yibum hasn't been consummated, I want Chalitza. And he says, I don't know what you're talking about. Of course it's been consummated. Don't you remember the wonderful night we had together? She says, actually, I don't. And, and, and so she says, I want a chalitza. And he says, he has a get. We consummated the yibum, so you're my wife. I understand, you want out. He has a get. She says, a get doesn't help me. I'm a yivama. And I need chalitza, not a get. So that it either was consummated or it wasn't consummated. You've got two sources, different sources of information. How do we navigate that? How do we work with that? So to understand that, I've got to take you in just a few minutes through a number of principles that we're going to use over and over again in the next few years as we go through Noshim uh, and Nezikin, the two sections of Shas that deal with relationships. Noshim deals with gender relationships and 
And the zikin deals with business relationships. Those are the two areas where relationships get into conflict in matters of gender and matters of business. Apart from that, there's no conflict. Things are easy. Um, so, so there are a few things. Let's go through some of the, some of the sources. In the, the psukim, the first one is, to, to bear in mind, the din of edus that we have in Pasha Shoftim, notice those words. By two witnesses, one of the ways we establish facts is evidence. Evidence requires two witnesses and yakum davar. Notice it doesn't say takimu davar. It doesn't say you must act on the two witnesses. It doesn't say you should decide on the basis of two witnesses. It doesn't say the truth is what two witnesses says. It says yakum davar, the matter will be established. So those words are important. Then in Parshash Mishpatim we have the case of Shomrim, and there's the statement of Asher Yomarki, who's there. A man says, and Rashi explains, you're claiming a hundred from me. You gave me a hundred dollars to, to look after. You gave me, you deposited a hundred dollars with me. You're right. You did deposit a hundred dollars with me. Fifty dollars were stolen. I'm not responsible for that. And the other fifty dollars I owe you. So he's believed that's called the Modeb Mikzat. He has to take a Shvur, and he's believed, says Rashi. Um, uh, so, so Rashi explains, that's the case of Modem Mimiktat. So bear that in mind. A man can say, Ki uh, and Rashi tells us, further down, you'll see that, 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 Hodat Baldin Kemea Edim Dami. Another way of establishing facts is Hodat Baldin. A person says, he, he admits it. A person makes an admission of 50, 50 you, you're right. You did give me $100, but 50 got stolen and I owe you 50. Hodat Baldin is a principle we use often. And that is that when a person acknowledges indebtedness, he is committed to that acknowledgement, even if we have no evidence. He can't afterwards change his mind or say anything. person says, yes, I owe so-and-so $100. Then from then on, he owes it. Once, once he's had made that admission, Kamea Edim Dami, that's like a hundred Edim, about which it says Yakum Davar. So that's that's a Hodat Baldin, which we learn from the Moide Bemiktzat. The fact that in Mishpatim it says Kihuze, Rashi explains in Kiddushin, from there we learn that Hodat Baldin Kamea Edim Dami, when somebody admits something, that's like Mea Edim. And then we have another case. Of uh, in in kiddushin daf samachay how isha kidashticha. This is similar to our case. He says we're married. You remember we we had this beautiful wedding out in the in the garden and lots of people were there, uh, but they're in another part of the world. And she says we haven't got married yet. I mean we've been going out for a while, but we haven't got married. Who asubi krovoteha? She. She and we can't resolve it. We can't find witnesses. We can't resolve it. He is not allowed to marry her relatives because he believes they're married. But she's allowed to marry his relatives because she believes they're not married. So that's an interesting case where the reality is different for him and for her because of the way they because of the, the realities they've created. And we're introduced to an idea Rashi brings on that Gemara. Who because she's made her, uh, she's made them 
meaning her relatives, Asurim, by his admission, which is like Kamea Edim Dami. So here we've got a, a concept of Shavya Anafshi Chaticha the Yusura. A person can make something Asur for themselves. A person can say, a person can go to a, a Mahadrin Glatz kosher restaurant with the most unbelievable hashkocha owned by Yorish Shemayim. Every waiter is a Yorish Shemayim. Everybody who works in the kitchen is a Yorish Shemayim. They bring him a steak and he can say, for me, the steak is treif. From that moment onwards, he can't eat it. Everybody else can eat it. He can't eat it. We can create our own halachic realities by using the darim. We learn that from Neder. A person can say, this is treif for me. And, and from that moment on, it is trade for them. We can create our own halachic realities using neder, provided it doesn't impinge on other people. So I can't say, well, I've made a trade now for me, so nobody at the table can eat it. No, you've made a trade for you. That's your reality. It's not our reality. So this idea that you can create your own reality using the principle of neder, but your reality doesn't affect other people. It just affects you. And, and there's a lot of discussion whether that works, and you'll see the relevance of that, whether that works by Nadarim as an act of Nadarim. When a person says, uh, for example, he says, I'm married to you. So from that moment on, her relatives are Asurim to him. He can't now marry this girl's sister because he has created a reality. There are no witnesses. And she doesn't agree with it. The only person in the world who says, I'm married to this woman is him. So for him, he's created that reality and he is now obligated to adhere to the reality that he's created. Is that an idea of neder or do we actually believe him that he married her? So there's a, a, a discussion in that. There's an important Rav Shimon Shkop and Simon Zayn in, in Ksubis where Rav Shimon develops the idea that both elements, the way this works is both you are believed and as such, from now on, this becomes asu to you only using the principle of neder. So there's, there's both a belief taking place and there's a sense of neder of you've created a reality with that belief that you've now acquired for yourself. Right. Would, it, would there be a possibility of maybe backing out of a neder if you asking a hakam? I, I thought that it was trite because of... Yes, that, that, would be, that would be if it's, if it's neder. If there's neder, then there's a way out. If it's out, through neer manut, it's, 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 it's not. I mean, there are various different implications of whether we learn it as neder or as neer manut. Now let's look back at, at our Gemara and see. So our Gemara says, what is the case? It's within 30 days, she says, we haven't had a relationship. We believe her. Look at Rashi on that. What does Rashi say? Uh, she says, Lo lo And he's given her a get. The Gemara will explain further on. She says, we've, we've consummated. He says, we've consummated the Yibum. And here's your get. We, we force him. We say, we don't believe you. She's believed when she says we have not consummated that. Why? Because what she's claim is aligned to nature. So here's one of the principles you have. These are, this is a type of chazoka. When you've got two different opinions and they conflict with each other, two sources of information and they conflict with each other, but one source of information is aligned to nature and one source of information is not, then you follow the one that is aligned and you believe it, you accept it. So if they haven't been together for 30 days and she says, we haven't had relations, that's possible. 
It's possible the young couple have been together, it's less than 30 days, that can be. But if it's la'achar la'amidyom, hu ne'eman. But if it's more than 30 days, and he says, of course we've consummated the, the, the yibum. We believe him. Because it's unnatural for a young couple to live together alone for 30 days, more than 30 days, and not get intimate. Can happen, but it's unnatural. So we'll believe the one whose, whose information is more natural. So if you, if you look at, at Rashi carefully, let's go to the first Rashi. He says, get is enough. She is believed. Why is she believed? Because her claim aligns with nature. It makes perfect sense. It's highly possible. But if it's after 30 days, who ne'eman? He is believed. Now, you can't have both believed. And here's the important part of the non-binary thinking. You can't believe both. It's either she's believed, as you see in Rashi, or he's believed. What determines the belief? The chazoka. Is this natural? Are they claiming something that's in accordance with nature? Or are they claiming something supernatural? That's the first thing you look at. So in this case, after 30 days, he says it's unnatural for two people to be together and not get intimate. But she cannot marry anybody else. He says, We're your, we've consummated the yibum. You are my wife. Here is a get. You are now free. She says, I don't need a get from you because I'm not married to you. I need chalitza. He says, no chalitza. I don't want you spitting in my face, as Tosfus explains. Don't need that. Here's your get. She says, a get doesn't help me. So we can't believe them both. No, we believe him. So we believe they were consummated, and the get's a good get. Can she remarry? No. Why? She has created her own reality. She sees herself as a yevama, an unconsummated yevama. That reality is binding on her, not on him but it is binding on her. So since it's not binding on him, we can't force him to give her to do chalitza. But since it is binding on her, we can say to her, you can't remarry without chalitza. So we go to the guy and we say, please, your wife's crazy. She thinks she's a yavama. And, but the result of that craziness is we have to treat her like a yavama and she can't get married. Do us a favor, give her chalitza. That, that's what we say to her. So you see here the, these different ways of operating. Can you believe both of them? No. So what do you do? You believe one and you can act on the other. You can act on the other using, because we have these different principles in, in halacha. So we've got edut. What's the principle of edut? Yakum dava. When witnesses come, the based in does not know the facts. Because you can never know. If two witnesses come and say, we saw A lend money to B. You don't know that in five years time, another two witnesses won't come and say, but we saw B pay back to A. So you'll never know, unless you interview every person in the world, you'll never know the facts. Yakum davar means we treat the, that as fact. This now becomes the fact. When two witnesses say something to a Beisdin and they're kosher witnesses, yakum davar, that becomes the reality. Is it the truth? We don't know. Is it the facts? We don't know. It's very liberating and flexible to be able to make these differences. I don't know what the facts are. But I know Yakum Davar, I have to act in this way. That's what Eidim are. And then we've got Chazoka, which are assumptions that we make. And if a person claims something within reasonable assumption, we do believe it. We actually we act because we believe it. 
And then you've got Hodat Baldini. If a person commits themselves with a Hoda'ah, with an admission, it's Kemea Edim, which means we act on it. Whether we believe him or not is, is, is irrelevant. But that becomes the reality. He has created a reality for himself, not for others. And then we've got Shavyal and Shechaticha di Isura, where a person similar to the idea of Odat Baldin can create a new reality as one makes, does when one makes a neder. When you make a neder, you say, this meat is treif for me. I make a neder, this meat is treif. You don't have to go back and say, when did it become treif and where does the meat come from? It's irrelevant. From now on, it's treif. So we can create realities from the present moment forward. That's the idea of a neder. And as I said, during Nashim and Nazikim, we're going to encounter these ideas and work with them. And the more you work with them, the more your mind gets used to the fact that you don't have to think in a binary, in a binary way. That you can understand that you don't have to believe. You can believe one and act according to the other. There, there are different ways to do that, as we see here in our, in our Mishnah with this complicated little scenario which the Mishnah resolves and the Gemara will deal with later on.